so how's everybody doing? Today we're going to be talking about a Caribbean diet. How does it match up with a, the Mediterranean diet? So this is a new diet, a new trend that I found, and so I wanted to talk about it. If you're new here, my name is Angelo, and I'm here to share my health and fitness journey as well as hopefully inspire some of you to take action on your health and fitness journey and maybe you'll learn something from me and maybe I'll learn something from you. And today I was looking out there on the internet and came across a new trend. And I, I remember a few months ago, I'll have to go back if, to see if they're related, but I said we're gonna see some new trends in 2023. And lo and behold, a new one sprung up, uh, came out in the US. Actually, I'm gonna switch over to the article right now so you can see it. Uh, but it came out from the US, what is it, US News. And if you, I'll put the link in the, actually, I'll put it in the comments right now. Copy, and you can see it in there. And so this is where I saw it. Whoa, where am I? Okay. So could the Caribbean cuisine be the next Mediterranean diet? So I've talked a lot about the Mediterranean diet lately and how pretty much I feel like I align with that one uh, pretty closely. And now they're saying that all these ads, let's get rid of those so we're not seeing those. So perhaps, so yeah, they're saying that in this article at the very beginning that what they think has sprung this new trend is the fact that people were in lockdown and have been looking to sort of still experience the other, let's say, traditional foods or tr foods that are traditional in different areas. And one that's come up as a fa favorite one is the Caribbean diet. And they think it was because of like COVID and the lockdowns and stuff and people wanting to go out and uh, experience the food. So bring make the food in their houses. So that's what this article is saying. So what is the Caribbean cuisine? And according to this, it's a melting pot of Latin American food and African American foods with a layer of European. So a whole, it's like a mishmash of different cultures. But what seems to be the, uh, let's say, the deviation from everything is, as we, as you may know, is that the right down here is that they have good colors, they're very bright, and it includes, um, let's say, exotic fruits like mango, papayas, passion fruit, dragon fruit, and things that we don't typically see around here, except for when we go to the grocery store. So, you know, um, so this is what they do, and they lean heavily on these different fruits. And we're going to compare the Mediterranean to the Caribbean in a little bit. But what I find very interesting is some of the things that this article pulls out, like these things called tubers. Now, I've never heard of tubers, and it's got me interested because they say it's got some traits of like some potatoes, carrots, and things like that because they're grown underground. But they are different because there's something about this enlarged part of a stem 
and that's the the tuber and at least I think I'm pronouncing that right they don't show you how to pronounce it but um, what what they eat that and so I'm curious what that actually means and let's see if we go down here they are heavily in seafood so they eat it about twice a week and which is sort of close to the Mediterranean diet I would say that's pretty close to the Mediterranean diet and yeah so they will add fruits and things like that to their uh, seafood to make it, I guess, a Caribbean cuisine. And if we move further down, I wanted to move to the part where we get to the Caribbean versus Mediterranean diet because I think this is important for us to really understand because I kind of see the Mediterranean as I've discovered recently and over, I would say, the last month. I found that this has been like sort of like the the staple for healthy eating and so and I kind of agree with the Mediterranean way of eating with some exceptions to to it of course but they're they're now comparing the Caribbean to the Mediterranean and now the Mediterranean has been like my my base to compare everything to like what are we talking about here uh, is this like way off skew or is it really aligned and we're just calling it a different name? And I feel like a lot of diets take their base from the Mediterranean. So let's take a look here. So it's, it's, they're saying that even though it's trending from a culinary perspective, which means to me that's a good thing. It hasn't hit like the diet stream like, oh, now everybody's going to eat the, the Caribbean diet and then lose weight. Um, I think they need to do a little bit more research because I've already looked at this a little bit because, um, you know, we can see it right away in blue, some of the things that they're, they're going into. So their emphasis is on eating seafood and meats, which include curried goat, stewed pork, and beef dishes. So they lean more towards the, let's say, red white meats whereas the mediterranean does include that as well as poultry but mainly poultry and seafood it's based on what i found so this kind of leans to other types of meat and olive oil is scarce where the mediterranean diet actually uses oil quite frequently in their meals and they are eating more sweets and fried foods in the Caribbean diet, uh, as we can see here, which then leads to this, uh, <laughs> to this right here, which is increased risk of obesity and diet-related diseases. So they don't enjoy the same advantages of the Mediterranean diet, but they do address the, let's say, the, the uniqueness the exoticness of the eating experience so don't be going out there and thinking that now people are going to talk about the caribbean i feel like a lot of what hollywood media and all these different groups try to do is take something out of context and call it the new diet new trend and I just want to make sure that we get ahead of it and really do our research and understand what we're actually getting into because I can just see somebody saying the Caribbean diet versus the Mediterranean diet. Somebody not reading the full context will then take that out of context 
and all of a sudden now everybody's trying to eat the Caribbean diet and saying, oh yeah, it's great. And then we find out that it's really not. So um, let's take a little bit more look. I think that's pretty much what I wanted to talk about on the Caribbean diet. So just be careful when these new diets come out. This article just came out today. I believe, no, not today. Was it today? Uh, January, yesterday. It came out yesterday at 1 p.m. So I, I happened to catch eye of it and I was like, yeah, we got to talk about these things because I'm on the lookout for these things because this is where yo-yo dieting comes in. This is where trouble comes in to play because then somebody's going to take this and twist it maybe and try to capitalize on it. So um, yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about the Caribbean diet. It sounds good. And I would say for me, if I were to put this into play, I would never put it in the phase one, two, three categories of what I was doing, but I may experiment a little bit with it from a phase four perspective when we start eating some sweets, some a little bit more uh, junky food, if, if that's where we're gonna go with it. So yeah, so I'm not kicking out the Caribbean cuisine eating habit from my, let's say, realm, I'm still gonna stick mainly to the Mediterranean, but you know, sometimes it's nice to have a little variety in there and to really start exploring the Caribbean. And maybe for me, I needed to see this because I have been getting tiny, a little bored with my food, but maybe if I start adding the good parts of the Caribbean cuisine, eating habits to what I'm doing, it might spice it up a bit. So. Who knows? But at least it's another option, right? So let's go back and come back to me and let's talk about what I've been doing so far on my journey. So my journey, uh, yeah, I've, like I said, I started phase three and today I had some yummy rice, brown rice, uh, not in the instant or anything. I had lentils and some greens. Now there's this book I wanted to share with you. Here we go. I gotta check this over here. So it's the, the No Meat Athlete Cookbook. All right? And whole food plant-based recipes to fuel your workout in the, in the rest of your life. And it's by Matt Fraser and I, I have to say I enjoyed the recipes in this book, although some of them are pretty intense. <laughs> but um, what I do like about it is some of the simple things that they include, which is what they said, uh, one of the things they call it is a bean, a, a bean, a green, and a grain. If you mix those three together, any three of those combinations, then you have a whole hearty meal and that's what I did tonight. So what I did was I combined lentils with the brown rice and splash of spinach in there or maybe not a splash, a couple of handfuls of spinach and then I also included a little uh, olive oil, salt and pepper and yum. I could have ate like two plates of it. Uh, let's. I, I do want to talk real quick about my serving sizes because I don't think I mentioned this um, frequently and one of the things I want everybody to know is that I and if you're following along with me on these phases the third phase as well as the second and the first 
I'm not counting the portion sizes. I'm eating as much as I think my body can eat. So for example, uh, today I just did a half a cup of dry brown rice and a half a cup of lentils and like I said, two, two handfuls of spinach and I could have probably ate, uh, maybe increased maybe one of those, either the grain or the lentils to a cup. Um, but I'm eating as much as I possibly can. Uh, so all day long, uh, I go through carrots like crazy. That's my snack food and trying to get back on top of my water. I have to say like I'm struggling with the water drinking for whatever reason after phase one, once I moved out of phase one, drinking water has been really difficult to get up to the, the uh, 96 ounces. Although I have to say, once I'm done the drops, I'm going to try something um, that I think is going to help me because it brings me back to a time when I was in high school, how I used to drink water and I, it, it worked wonders. I drank so much water in high school but, and I was so hydrated, but it was well worth it because you felt good drinking that much water. I never felt parched. Right now, actually, I should have my water with me because I feel parched. But, uh, so that's it for today. I just wanted to share the Caribbean diet. If you believe this topic will help somebody, please share it. If you haven't already, please follow me, subscribe, like what I've got going on. And if there's something that you want me to talk about in the future, please let me know. I love to talk about different topics. So until next time, which is going to be tomorrow at 10 p.m. Eastern, I will see you then.